Okay. I'm Nancy Ekwezu. I'm a professional administrator, a management consultant, and a life coach. And in this video, I'll be talking to us about professional, about performance management, putting a performance management in place. And in case you're new to this channel, please hit the subscribe button right away and put on the notification button as well so that you will actually be receiving videos on administration and management as well as personal development, which I share on, which I share on this channel regularly. And so, yes, today we're looking at performance management. And I'm going to just um, share a few tips that have helped me over the years as a school administrator in um, a few schools that I have been, I've had the privilege to be a part of and to lead. So first of all, I want us to know that performance management is not the same as evaluation. Evaluation is just a part of it, okay? Performance management is basically everything that we do as an organization to make sure that the organization performs and that the staff members do their bit to make sure that the organization grows and develops. In other words, that they perform on their jobs. So that is the first foundation that we need to have because a lot of times when we think about performance management, what comes to people's minds readily is our oh, evaluation. And there's some kind of fear or misgiving or something about it that is not just right. So performance management goes beyond appraisal or beyond a end of year review or beyond um, evaluation. Those are the common terms that we hear. It's really a system you put in place to make sure that everybody's engaged and does their job and the organization is actually achieving its goals. That's my simple definition. And um, what are the things that you can do? And I need, us, I need us to know there's no one size fits all approach to performance management. So what works in one organization may not necessarily work in another, depending on the sector the objective and exactly what the organization is all about. But there are basic tips I'll be sharing that you could pick from and learn, and they've helped me over the years, and uh, I think I can trust those processes, okay? And um, I'm going to be sharing them right away. Okay, so stay tuned. Number one, make sure that your organization has a vision and a clear goal. In other words, you, you actually know where you're heading. And when you do that, set corporate goals for your organization. What do you hope to achieve in the next five years? What are the things you're looking at? What do you want the employees to do? So when you have done that, ensure that you employ the right people. So it starts with recruitment as well. Apart from your organization having its goals and having a sense of direction, setting objectives, the things that it wants to achieve, please ensure that you have um, the right people to work with. And how do you get the right people? Through recruitment. So during recruitment, as much as possible, lay aside sentiments and ethnicity and racism and favoritism and all of the little isms that do not help you know, the system. So get only the qualified people and people with the right attitude that you know that you can train. You will get a, a candidate who is 100% perfect but you will get someone who has the right attitude, is willing to learn, and is also qualified or is coming with some level of experience from where they are coming from. So those are the tips that you must always remember. Number three, make sure that every employee has their job descriptions specified. 
Of course, they may be needed to do some other things along the way, just you know, to make sure that the organization functions properly, but ensure that they actually have job descriptions. Apart from having job descriptions, you must set objectives and goals for them. And with KPIs, what do I mean by KPIs? Key performance indicators. And these are the things that will show the milestones. These are the things that will signal whether they've achieved those goals or not. For example, you could have a KPI of 100% fee collection at the end of the term for a school leader. I said that for the leaders who worked under me on my last job. And because it was a sense of direction, because I gave clear directive and goals that I needed them to achieve, they had to rise up to the expectation. Another thing you would want to do is when, and these KPIs must be within a time frame. For example, is it going to be every time? Is it going to be every, um, every end of year? Okay, so those are the things. Another thing you'd want to be sure about is who reports to who. In other words, your organization has a structure. For example, on my last job, all the heads of schools reported to me. I reported to the board of directors. That meant that the board of the, the board, the school board was going to be involved in my evaluation. And then I was going to evaluate directly the heads of schools because they reported directly to me. I was their line manager, I was their supervisor. And in, in, a, and in turn, those heads of schools also had to evaluate the people who worked with them. For example, the head of preschool had to evaluate everyone who worked in the preschool. The head of elementary had to evaluate everybody who worked in elementary. And then the head of secondary, the principal, had to evaluate everyone who worked in the secondary school. And then the head of boarding had to evaluate directly those who worked in the boarding house. And because I was the overall boss, I was the, you know, I had oversight over the three schools, I was also involved in the process of evaluation. So if the heads of schools evaluated someone in a certain way, but I had noticed some other things in my own observation of these people, I would also comment and say, well, I do not agree with this, or this person didn't perform this, or there was this or that, you know, um, some kind of communication to show my own input. So, Remember all these points that I'm sharing. Another thing you'd want to do, and so all of them, so everybody knows who they report to, and these goals that are set for the, for the employees are agreed with their supervisors, so everybody knows exactly what to expect, and I also have to agree, since I'll be, uh, as the administrator, I'll be the one, you know, um, overseeing basically everything that goes on. Okay, so another thing would be that you do not wait for, you must have clear um, parameters for evaluation. In other words, you, for every cadre of staff, um, let's say for example, you're, you're evaluating the um, um, people that work in admin, you must have the criteria, the parameters for evaluating them. And all of this can be done in a template. And I've worked um, to create templates for the various cadres of um, staff that you have in a school. For example, the school accountant, the way he'll be evaluated will be different from that of the admin officer, and that would be different from that of the secretary. 
and that would also be different from that of the heads of schools who are the senior leadership team members, which will be different from how the teachers are also evaluated. So I prepared templates for the school accountants, for the um, um, admin staff made up of the of front desk officer, secretary, and the um, admin school um, um, admin officer. And I've also done for the um, other cadre of admin staff, such as the nannies, the caregivers, the cleaners, and the security men. And of course, for the teaching staff, as well as for the senior leadership team. And if there is maybe a special one for the board to evaluate the school administrator, that is also um, um, obtainable. So you can visit my website, www.nancyekmezu.com to have a quick look at those templates and place your orders. Quite a number of people have been able to do that over the past few years when I created those templates. Okay, so after that, one other thing you need to do is to ensure that everybody's clear, okay, of what they're going to be evaluated on the parameters. And this is not just for the supervisor. The person you're going to, um, um, to um, evaluate should also have those um, parameters so that they know what exactly is being looked out for. Okay, very important. Okay, so now, um, you don't wait till the end of the of the year of the of the reporting period before you um, evaluate. There must be continuous feedback. There's a need for continuous feedback and communication between the supervisor and the employee that will be evaluated. For example, if you have set a goal for some, for an employee to achieve a certain um, goal. And the, um, and the um, resources are not available in the school to do that. Of course, you know that there has to be communication and um, um, but like a scorecard where you meet with your, the, the, um, the, the employee and say, okay, I do know the constraints you're facing in doing this, or these are how we're going to improvise, or these are the things that are, well, we can uh, redo that goal to show that uh, these are now the new expectations based on the reality on ground, you know, at the moment. And then one more thing you need to know, um, the internationally acceptable standard is for every employee to self-evaluate. So you don't just jump at the end of a period and say, okay, I'm evaluating you, uh, this is why you performed, no. There's a place for the employee to evaluate himself. So the employee has to say, uh, that template must have a place where the employee will um, evaluate himself and say, okay, yes, I, these are the things I've done, or these are not, the, these are the ones I've been able to achieve. And then, and then score himself, evaluate himself on the job. And then the supervisor now evaluates. And then a co a concurrent um, a person, like I am the administrator, I was the administrator, like I said, and I had to also have a look at everybody. So I'll also now evaluate everybody after the, the direct line manager or supervisor has done that. And for some of them, the direct line manager may be the, um, the head of department who now reports to the principal or, you know, especially in the secondary where there are departments and um, languages, um, you have um, um, the creative arts or whatever, you know, vocational um, department, um, science department and all that technology, for example. So the HODs will do the evaluation. So that is it, ensure that the, the, the employee actually evaluates himself and, and then the supervisor does. And there are cases where they would not agree, but the supervisor evaluates 
will not be the same as what the employee thinks he has achieved. Like everybody thinks higher of himself than they, what other people may be observing. So in such cases, the dispute may be settled when they, you know, to by inviting in the administrator to a meeting with the supervisor, with the direct supervisor of such an employee and the uh, um, the um, the uh, the uh, employee that is involved. And one thing I want to add here, there's something I've observed over the years that really helps, and that is to keep evidence. Ensure that evidence is kept for everything that is done. If the staff has performed excellently in a certain thing, they, he should actually document it as evidence for such a time when you, you maybe you do not agree with your supervisor or the supervisor thinks you did not achieve a certain milestone or goal, and then you can, with your evidence, prove that you actually did so. And, and the same applies even to the supervisor. You should keep evidence because the administrator who is meant to um, be the, have oversight over the whole performance management system may want to see evidence why you're evaluating a certain person this way. If a staff member is like outstanding, for example, there must be evidence of the things that they have done you know, over the years. And by the way, I was an outstanding school administrator on my last few jobs. So. I'm glad to have those um, the documents. You know, it's always make me, it always makes me really glad uh, when I remember it. Okay, so you should always have the evidence of what you know it is because this got against favoritism and people being victimized. So everything is clear. And I want to add that good and clear communication is key in performance management. And these are not things that you should compromise at all. So there must be continuous feedback. And how often should you evaluate? For a school system, you should set the goals at the beginning of the school year, and then mid-year, which could be around uh, maybe January, you then do the first evaluation, which is like a mid-year appraisal. And then at the end of the school year in July, you do the end of year review. And I want to say that this helps also to know uh, the people to reward and to get gaps in um, the performance, not in a way to criticize people uh, or to put them down, but to know areas that need improvement. And please, when giving feedback about evaluation, please always do it nicely. The truth is people do not like to be evaluated. There's this G3 thing that comes with it, like, oh, they're looking at how I'm performing. They could do this to me. You know, it gives, it gives the supervisor some kind of right. And um, it's not something people look forward to unless it's done properly. Okay, so I hope I've been able to share a few tips in this video that will be really helpful to you in performance management. And uh, until my next video, please remember to keep it positive. Stay safe as much as you can. Use your face mask when you go out. Remember your hand sanitizer should always be in your pocket and used as regularly as possible and avoid crowded places. Take um, um, steam, steam, yeah, here that really works and if people have tried it and given feedback. And so keep it awesome as well. And see you in the next video, which is going to be very, very, very soon. Thank you and bye for now. Oh yes, remember to subscribe to the to the to the channel if you have not done so. Nancy Ekpezu for videos on school administration, management, and for under personal development. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for watching and see you.